First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you. And I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Man, I'm proud of this team. This is going to be a great locker room to go to after the game and a heck of a flight home. I am so proud of these guys. I'm so proud of Mickey Joseph. It's a proud time Boy. of the month. Really, everyone's proud. A lot of pride permeating out of that football program with everybody involved. Sheesh. Instead of, you know how on the outside where it says, through these gates past the greatest fans. <laughs> yeah. There should just be, instead of touching the horseshoe when the players walk out, it should just be a, a sign, you know, play like a champion today, Notre Dame. It just says, I'm so proud of you. Yes. And or they ju- hit it and they run out. I'm so proud or make me proud. Whatever, whatever how, yes. however you want to phrase it, that's what needs to happen. Because, jeesh, it is. Now, I don't know if this is a sign of, like, when Nebraska hasn't won a football game in a while. You know, like, we all have kids, and even if they got there and they don't play well in a game, you always give them the line, like, hey, listen, you know, I'm proud of you, right? I'm real proud of you. I mean, I'm real, I'm real proud that you guys have, have not thrown in the towel, right? Like, I don't know what it is, but, yeah, we need to, we need to, we need to rebrand – some aspects of Memorial Stadium to to mirror the rhetoric of of one Trev Alberts and now Matt Davis. Completely agree. Um, this is the new branding. I think pride is is a big part of the new branding push. Yep, which it should be moving forward. And um, look, it's two in a row for Nebraska. Two in a row, and Matt rules on the market. Like, what more do you want as a Nebraska fan than? You know, I mean, the catchphrases are right themselves. Rule of thumb, rule of law. Right. You know, follow your rules. Your right. Key, you know, all those things. I think it just makes a lot of sense. Like, ne- what more do you want? You've won two in a row and rules available. Ne- Nebraska, they're winning games. All of a sudden, they got options. You know, they're <laughs> Lance Leipold's having game day come to Lawrence, Kansas. You know, it's Matt Rules on the market. I, I don't know what to think here. I don't, I don't know. Because, yeah, we're taping this on a Monday. Matt Rule just hit the market on a on a Monday morning, but the way so the way his did I read his buyout correctly that Homeboy's getting a smooth forty mil, forty million dollar buyout. It's a seven year deal that he signed, which he's a former college coach, so he probably demanded a college contract. Right, two recruiting like, classes. They're like that's it. Ooh, that's not how this yeah, goes. Drafts aren't the same. Yeah, well then six drafts. Give me six drafts. I want a six seven draft minimum, forty million dollar buyout. I want those that are draft eligible to be confident that I'm going to be their coach for right. the following year. If I, yes. <laughs> you get drafted, you draft, you, you get drafted to a coach, not to a franchise. That's exactly and right. And we have these meetings, right, at the it. combine. And they need to be comfortable and, and certain. The last thing draftees want is uncertainty about who their head coach is going to be in the NFL. It's when they knew he was a college guy. Demanded a seven-year deal, <laughs> but it's so and so. Obviously, the way it works is any. So, how would his buyout work if he would take a college job? Like that, they they kind of work against each other, for lack of a better term. 
He would, yes, I think it's similar to how a college buyout would work. He would take the less money, dollar for dollar is what I've read. So okay. Whatever he makes in college, it's less money that he will get mama. from the Panthers. Wow. That'll, so that'll make no, no, you. No. This is perfect. He's so angry with the Panthers. He's like, you know what? Just give me a dollar a year. That's it. I'll just just one, take a buck. Just give me a buck. A buck in perpetuity. He'll channel his inner Mr. Wonderful Shark Tank style. I'll take another job. I'll go to Lincoln, Nebraska. All I want is a buck in perpetuity from the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> That's right, the Kevin, <laughs> Kevin O'Leary. He's the Mr. Wonderful contract. Just a, a buck in perpetuity. The royalty. There he is with the royalties. <laughs> <It's> unbelievable. <laughs> he's getting a buck. He's getting a buck in perpetuity from the Carolina Panthers. I mean, jeesh, jeesh. How is everybody in Carolina today? Your neck of the woods. Everybody is there. Is there? Are they? Is Tyler McKinney calling into all the sports talk shows about Matt Rule and his tenure? They did. Uh, we ha- actually have audio of it. Welcome back to 104.5 The Fan here in Charlotte, North Carolina. More of your reaction, more of your calls here from the firing of Matt Rule. Let's go to Tyler in Omaha. Tyler, your thoughts? I'm not happy about that. All right, Tyler, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it. What are you not happy about? I'm not happy about that. All right, Tyler, thank you very much. Appreciate everything. It's a great caller right there. Let's also go stay with the phones. Another caller from Lincoln. This is uh, a Matt C. in Lincoln. Wants to talk about that $40 million buyout. Matt C., what was just – give me your reaction when you heard about that $40 million buyout to Matt Rule. <sighs> you want to elaborate on that, Matt C., or just – is that it? <sighs> okay. Anything Any Anything else? Nothing goes better with Husker Sports than Fairberry. <laughs> well, Matt C., a little distracted today with the Matt Rule buyout. <laughs> Did you hear, as we now eject from this fake talk show? Yep. Did you hear Kevin Suits? His sports guy. Kevin Suits is now, he's like legend status with the show. He could do nothing else. This is like Jim Rome. He could not call the rest of the year, but he'd still be in the smack off, okay? Yep. Kevin Suits can do nothing, not reference the show, and he would still be a legend on the show, okay, because of everything that he did over the previous year. Well, there's a live shot from Piscataway. He's in the studio. He's tossing to his reporter. He obviously lets his second-in-command get all the cushy jobs going to Piscataway, New Jersey. Sheesh, I'll let you go to Piscataway, no problem at all. I will take the Creighton event in Maui. Deal? Deal. <laughs> I don't know why Kevin Suits are going to cover Creighton, but it works. Hey, listen, I'll bite the bullet here. I'll go to Ireland. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. No problem at all. You, how do you feel about New Jersey? It's wonderful. I'll let you do that. Because when you're a weekend guy or whoever, and I'm uh, again, no disrespect, I don't know who this reporter is. When you're the weekend guy, you take whatever. It's like, oh, you're going to let me go on a road game? Where, sure. where is it? Uzbekistan. 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 <laughs> so he goes to Piscataway, and so his reporter, and guess who his reporter is with for a live interview? This is really good. To get a player after the game? Yeah. Seamus, they're helping him out. Like, hey. We won. Who do you need? Give us anyone. And out walks 
Nick Henrich. So Kevin Suits is wrapping up. So he gets it tossed back to him in the studio. And Nick Henrich, thankfully, does not have an IFB in his one-way communication. He can only hear the reporter. He cannot hear right. Kevin Suits say this when they toss it back to the studio at 10-11. Kevin, we'll send it back to you again. Nick Henrich, the Huskers, they get a big W on the road in Rutgers. Yeah, they get a W. It feels like it's been like 644 days, something like that, since Nebraska last won on the road. <laughs> yes! Yes! Chef's kiss. Gosh, that's good. Like, he didn't have to do that. But you know what happened? Who do we have? Nick Henrich? And I know, and Kevin said, like, oh, gosh, 644 days. It goes right to your head. Does anyone, I'll put this on a poll, does anyone see Nick Henrich and not think about 644 days? I mean, I think we all know the answer to that question. This might be the first unanimous poll of all time. <laughs> but I, I, in some ways, Kevin Suits had no – there wasn't an option for him to not reference that. I, I Come on. You got a region named after you in the drop-off tournament. You know what's going on. You got you to gotta, you gotta play to, to, to your strengths there, Kevin. And he did just that. What kind of energy were you guys able to pull from a defense uh, from the fans? Yeah, I mean, fans, obviously it's been, I think, whatever, 644 days or something like that exactly, but. Oh, it's been a minute since we've heard old baby. Nick. I love it. McKenridge. So, uh, well, abbreviated pod today. It's a busy Monday. I got a lot of stuff uh, going on today, as do you. But um, this is a, look, it's great for Nebraska to get the win. They got Purdue. Hey, battle of first place coming up. Purdue is my preseason pick to finish uh, to win the West, and now they're playing a Big West, Big Ten West counterpart, first placer, who my wife loves. I'm in a glass case of emotion. Do you root for your prediction? Do you root for Nebraska? Um, go Big Red. Okay, let's see if they can get this Ooh, thing okay, done here like this that. week. I like that. Very interesting. Um, I did see this um, this stat. Nebraska currently a 13 and a half point underdog against Purdue. They've lost 24 straight games. As a double-digit under. Wow. 24 in a row, huh? But uh, And John Bishop says uh, that Nebraska is 1-19 in this spot on the road since 1998. The only win was the 2005 Colorado Restore the Order game. Restore the Order when Bill Callahan handed out those T-shirts. And um, Steve Peterson proclaimed, this is why we did what we did. So, of course, see if... uh, We'll see if Trev can – they beat Purdue, and Trev can yell, this is why we did what we did. We'll it, it was – I mean, this is such an interesting situation for Nebraska to be in. I mean, I think we were talking – I can't remember if it was after the Georgia Southern game or after the Oklahoma game where I was entertaining the idea that Nebraska would not – might not win another game. That you said they, set the over-under, FPI, Vegas is one and a half, and I said take the under. Right. And, and here we are. They, Nebraska's won two games in a row. Now, to be fair, there's an argument to be made. And in fact, I don't even think it has to be that big of a, a tough of an argument to be made that Nebraska has played the three worst teams in the Big Ten. Northwestern, Indiana, Rutgers. And so and it, you can't necessarily hold that against Nebraska, but that needs to be a part of some space of your brain where you are taking everything with a grain of salt on trying to, you know, project the rest of the season, right? I mean, I, I uh, but at the same time, you're like, wow, I, this is still the same team that gave up 
I don't know, whatever it is, like 642 yards or something like that to Georgia Southern? Yeah, I mean, fans, obviously it's been, I think, whatever, 644 days or something like that exactly. But And so the fact that they have gone back-to-back weeks pitching a second-half shutout, albeit against two offenses that are not very good, but still they got torched by Georgia Southern. I mean, come on. All that's true. Nebraska was awful against Rutgers. Like, it was just awful. Especially the first half. I mean, the yes. first half, it was Ooh, First drive wow. of the third quarter is like, okay, here we go. And then it was still stumbling your foot. It was a terrible game. Nebraska was terrible right. in but, that first half. But isn't so it, bad. Isn't it nice, though, to how many times did have we talked over the last handful of years where we look at each other and go, how the hell did Nebraska lose that game? Yeah, right. It's kind of nice to go, they do how they the heck did they win that game? No and, about it. and so it was – it was actually kind of rough. I don't. There's kind of some weird thing going on where, like, you know, you have everything that happened last week with Wisconsin firing Paul Christ and everybody. Kind of, there's the Barry Alvarez Wisconsin parallel of oh, Wisconsin. They just make their firing a Frank Solich move. Maybe this passes the curse on. And then there's also some interesting things where, you know, you look at some of these these records of these teams after they they. You know, it's almost like Nebraska has like got some. They're passing the curse on to Oklahoma. Oklahoma plays Nebraska. Oklahoma then is awful. Georgia Southern awful. Uh, Northwestern has yet to win a game. You know, like there's some. I'm hoping there's some like weird. Like this is how you like shed the curse or something like that. Because you know that that was just a game on Friday that Nebraska always found a way to lose and they somehow won the game. Nebraska was COVID long haulers, and now they're getting over it and passing it along to everybody else. Right, right. They were still they were still shedding that that Frank Solich curse virus onto Wisconsin, onto Georgia Southern, onto Oklahoma. But yeah, it's you know it's just it's you 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 take them you take it for what it is. It's it's a whole heck of a lot more fun when they're winning these games. So I I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know what to make of it. Wait, losing to Nebraska has become such an embarrassment. That Greg Schiano fired his OC after the game, and you know, think now, about that. Yes, think about that. And then it's Indiana two games afterwards fired its offensive line coach. <laughs> now it wasn't directly after the Nebraska game, but you know, it's so. If I'm on the Purdue staff, I'm going, "Ooh, mama, this is must win, right?" For for the West, no, my job. Okay, okay, geez, you're coaching for your job against Nebraska. <laughs> you're like, "Yep, <laughs> what's happening here?" You know, it's a, I. Here's my prediction for the rest of the year. They will win one more game. Yeah, I know. I That's kind of how – But here's – Again, the, but they have hope to win many more. They now have hope to win a few more, to get to a bowl game. My prediction is they'll win one more, but they could win a few more. Right. right. I, I see that – and that's the thing is – is Quick time out here from the Chicken Nick podcast to tell you about Go Currency. Does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment farm machinery trucks and trailers in fact customers can get loans for up to five hundred thousand dollars with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome fifth wheel or utility Vehicle. All you got to do, just fill out an application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. 
It's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA Currency, pursuant to CFL license. You only have to be as good as your moment in time of who you are playing. Nebraska isn't going to play the 2011 Wisconsin Badgers with Russell Wilson and company that you and I went and watched live and at Camp Randall. They're playing this iteration of Wisconsin, you know, like, and while Nebraska's wildly flawed and Nebraska's not very good, let's be honest, outside of Michigan, a lot of these teams aren't great. They're not great. I mean, for as, for as much as Illinois feels like they're rolling, Illinois lost to Indiana and Illinois had their hands full. And it, you talk about an ugly game. That Iowa game on Saturday night in Champaign. Awful. Oh, my gosh. It was, that it was, was awful. We a terrible went, game. We went from Colts-Broncos Thursday night to Rutgers-Nebraska Friday night to Iowa-Illinois Saturday night. Nine to six, baby. in the eyeballs. Oh, it was not good. So, it's weird. Like, the only team you just go Michigan, another level, much better than, than Nebraska is. So, that's what's, that's what's tough is, like, I sit there, and if you want to just – slide Nebraska under the microscope, you go, man, a lot of flaws there. But when you slide these other teams, you're like, yeah, it's, I mean, these teams aren't aren't great. With that being said, I tend to agree with you where it's like, gun to my head, how many more wins does Nebraska get for the rest of the year? It's hard. I have a hard time seeing more than two. Yeah. And you could even say yeah, a, hard, a, a hard time more than one. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You have three home games left, and who the heck knows what the energy is. How about this from... This tweet just coming across. Mickey Joseph at two and one. This is from Mitch Sherman. With a record of two and one, is the first head coach at the school since November 24, 2017, to have a winning career record in charge of the Huskers. Oh, my God. Mike Riley, November 24th, 2017. That was the last time the head coach in Nebraska had a winning winning career record. record as the head coach in Nebraska. That's not good. Five years? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not good. It's a lot of losing. So, yeah, we don't need to belabor the point there, but it's interesting to see that out there. And a great, uh, a nice win to go out there and get the win, and we'll see what happens at Purdue. But I think the headline to all of this yeah, with the outcome was that Matt Davison is no longer the color analyst for Nebraska football. And – I had gotten a text from someone saying, hey, he's got two games left, so get your stuff. Yeah, milk get, it. Get the drops while you right, can. Right, right. But then Saturday, he announces that's it. No, it's not two games. It's one. That's it. Apparently, he hates West Lafayette, so he's not <laughs> He's not going there. I'll be damned if my career's going to end in West Lafayette. <laughs> it's not happening. I'll take Piscataway, please. Come on. I want a longer so, flight to sulk in it, you know? <laughs> that's all he wants. That's right. I'm ending it on a win. Maybe that's what it was. I'm not going. Uh, yeah. Going to end on a win. If they win this game, I'm done because I don't think they're going to win at Purdue. Wanted to end on a high note. That's what he wanted. He exited that booth with, that's it for me. That's it. Yes. Come on. What more do you want from me? Give you a win. And I'm out of here. What's Matt doing? Leaving the booth. Yeah. They beat Rutgers. He wants to leave on a high note. Well, I guess there are no small diseases, only small actors. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it for me. We're good, everybody.
Showmanship. George is trying to get out on a high note. <laughs> That's great. So Davison goes out on a high note. I will say just to before we discuss his final broadcast. Nineteen years. It is hard to hold any job for nine years, sometimes even nine months. Nineteen years. Matt Davison, the Tecumseh hero, the flea kicker. Yep. Like the guy is a treasure. And um Brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. He probably won't. It's probably like a living funeral. He won't know that until now that he's not doing it anymore. Right? How the impact that he had. And someone tweeted to us, is there any anyone who's going to feel the loss greater than the Chicken Nick show? I don't know. I don't think so. It's like when Bo Pelini was fired, it impacted our show in such a way. Now, he was fired after our show was over. But I guess in a parallel universe, if our show had been continuing, it would have had a greater impact. But losing those drops, losing those moments, he was such a huge part of our show. Right. And because for a while, Matt has always been a a big, a big part of of what we've done together. Greg Sharp for a little bit was that was he kind of was the guy that was a big part of the show. But over the course of the last year, Matty D's really solidified himself as the star of the Chicken Nick show in all reality. There's no question about it. With the get lined up and the, you know, everything. Various yeses. Uh, the yeses, right? Like when people are sending you yeses of someone and yes, and then they're mimicking it in their everyday life and then you make a shirt out of it. Then there's a color an- or a play-by-play guy doing junior college football and he is using the yes. Yeah. It's a big deal, right? What's your legacy? And... um did you hear the – there were so many good things about the goodbye. I've heard none of but this, I w- so I'm pumped. Okay. All right. So I want to get to the goodbye because it was emotional. I bet it was. But then it was interrupted by something. By that a Fairbury read. Not a fair <laughs> – You know what goes great with walking away from a job after 19 years and being emotional? Fairbury Nothing goes better with Husker Sports than Fairberry. <laughs> Nothing goes better with bittersweet retirement parties than Fairberry. Nothing goes better with Husker Sports than Fairberry. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have a clean one of that. Cotney, if you're listening, can you send me a clean one of that, please? Yeah, yeah we just got we got my tornado siren in the back. It's not good. <laughs> can you do that for me, Cotney? Uh, <sighs> All right. So <laughs> here's the goodbye. Okay. Okay. This is the final call. Oh, Maddie D. For Davison. Okay. Let's listen. You tell me what part sticks out to you. And not a bad day for you to go out. Great final broadcast. Thank I'm you. I'm going to miss you more than you know. I'm going to miss you too, buddy. This was a heck of a run. Life changes, and um, the next chapter might be better. We never know. To a knee goes Casey. Oscars with a victory formation. He didn't fumble that. Rutgers trying to say the ball came out, but Nebraska's got it. My goodness. Clock rolling. They shouldn't. Nebraska won't have to snap it again, although they haven't. The play clock, yeah, the game clock is moving. Did he fumble the snap on a victory formation? I think he did. But Oscars got it back. 
Okay. <laughs> there would have been nothing more poetic than for and, and just a, a summation of Nebraska football over the last fifteen years. Then to have Matt Davison have this heartfelt goodbye. <laughs> You're going to get a win in your last game. This is Guy Morris getting dumped with Gatorade for Kentucky before they give up the Hail Mary to LSU. Hey, yep. he's you're celebrating that, and then the victory formation. You are so close. You fumble it. You give it up, and Rutgers goes, takes it, scores, and you leave on the worst note possible. That would have been classic Davison with Husker how, football. That's what I know. With how this, especially the last handful of years have gone, it would have been the perfect way to go out. I just, <laughs> he didn't fumble the snap, did he? <laughs> did he fumble the snap on a victory formation? I think he did. <laughs> because that's what we loved most about Davison was him getting down in the dumps right. about terrible, the latest thing to befall Nebraska football. He was the conduit to the fan. He was the fan in the booth. Did they seriously just do this? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. But they didn't. Like, they did, but then they held out of the football. They Got get it the back. Win. Wow. I mean. Got it back. That was that would have been that'd have been pretty amazing. I can't believe Matty D was given his his farewell as that moment happened. Gosh, that's great. But um, but it, I, I think you know before we end this podcast and get to the polls, I would like to do just a little tribute to Matty D uh, because I think it's worthy of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it is too. All right. This is one of those things that might make you laugh, but it might also make you cry. Okay, I'll be ready. All right, here we go. Well, I think this is going to be it tonight. Um, I think this is going to be my last broadcast for Husker football. And I will remember you. Oh, boy, Greg Sharp. Will you remember me? Wow, big fella, rumbling. Let your love. What a throw and catch! Yes! I'm so tired. Oh my goodness. Unbelievable. I have to put a drive together here. Oh, no, he fumbled it. He fumbled it. Oh, no. Yes! Uh, no. Yes! Brody! The shotgun snap gets it, fakes the handoff back to throw. Looking to take a shot now, rolling, 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 flips it out to Ramirez, makes the catch, and only gets about a yard and a half. Levi Falk was open in the end zone for a touchdown. <laughs> that is incredible. What a terrible call.
Hartline's that is issue. unbelievable. It's what an awful call. I can't believe they made that call, Greg Sharp. Just can't believe what I just saw. It's unbelievable. It's it was an uncatchable ball. ball. Gives it off to Haskins. He's in. Touchdown, Unbelievable. Michigan. Unbelievable. That was terrible. Absolutely terrible. In a game like this, to make that call, awful. <laughs> big old crane. Big old Sticking crane. Up. That's a big monster. Get up. Get up. Line up. Get lined up. And not a bad day for you to go out. Great final broadcast. Thank I'm you, gonna Greg. miss you more than you know. I'm gonna miss you too, buddy. This was, this was a heck of a run. Life changes, and um, the next chapter might be better. We never know. Thank you, Husker Nation, for all the memories over the years. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, you know, I'll be around, but uh, no more broadcasts, at least for now, for me. And um, thank you, Husker Nation. Go Big Red. Wow. I mean, that is just tugging on the heartstrings pretty good right there. Get all the notes. That was just the guy. That is a man going through it. Right, I just... So it made it so good. He had zero ability to not completely wear his emotions on his vocal cords, you know, and just in what he said, how he said it, which is kind of what you want out of your home broadcasts. What you want? Oh, that's amazing. The whole penalty followed by the touchdown against Michigan. Unbelievable. Awful. That was awful. Worst. How do you make that call? What do you? That's terrible. And the and the one touchdown or the one, Adrian Martinez yes. completion that made Matt Davison so angry. Levi Falk was open there for a touchdown. Yeah, Greg Sharp is like Martinez gets a snap. He's rolling out. It's like Levi Falk is open. He's wide open. As you like snap, looking right. He's going to throw it to Amir. He's wide open, Greg. And it's going to be a gain of about one yard. Levi Falk was wide open. <laughs> the whole time. It just couldn't he could not it's like I know I'm not supposed to talk over my play by play guy, but Levi Falk is wide open. <laughs> it's amazing. That might be my favorite call of his that I've never heard. <laughs> Levi He's Levi. wide open. Right yeah, away. Let's listen to that just without the music here. Adrian awaits the shotgun snap, gets it, takes the hand off, back to throw. Looking at wide open shot and rolling. Rolling, flips it out to Ramir, makes a catch, and only gets about a yard and a half. Levi Falk was open in the end zone for a touchdown. He sounded, he was almost like he was doing what Greg Sharp could have said. Right. He was open in the end zone for a touchdown. Levi Falk was open in the end zone for a touchdown. Touchdown. Oh, that was, that's a, what a good call. Do you have one, can I, can I get one final request? I love the oh, interrupted man. yes. I know you got to run, but the 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 yes no, at the sure. end. Can I get that one? Just one for the road. 
I was at a wedding this weekend, and I had one of my buddies, Adam, come to me, and and he he loved that. I want to hear it one more time. Just give me a one more interrupted yes at the at the end of that from the end of last week. It's just one of my favorites. All right. Steps throws for the end zone as a man out there. The pass is caught. It is a touchdown, Nebraska. Oliver Martin pulls it in. There is yes. a flag on the play. <laughs> Like it couldn't get it out. Yes. He couldn't get it out in time. Nineteen years together, and they were still looking for that chemistry. But you're gonna you're gonna do your yes. Yes. There is yes! a flag on the play. <laughs> All right. Before we leave here, yeah, we'll go to the polls. Uh, polls are brought to you by our good friend Aaron Schumacher. Send her a note. Send her a text. Four zero two seven one four five five three nine is where you can reach her for all of your real estate needs. Yes! Multiple loca- multiple locations. Sorry, I interrupted you. Multiple We're locations. She did send an email saying that she was proud. She was so proud. It's a proud moment to be a sponsor good. of the show. She said, I can't say enough of how proud I am. That's good. It's <laughs> good. She gets it. She gets it. First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you, and I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Said her husband, Mike, was just laughing today as he was working on a new kitchen remodel. They run a a home remodeling company as well. Uh, Everyone's just uh, fired up about it again. Aaron Schumacher, one of the best in the business, Nebraska Realty. She sponsors these polls. So if ever you have a real estate need, reach out to Aaron Schumacher, 402-715-5539 is where you can reach her. Thank you so much, Aaron, for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, quickly to the polls. We asked you today, what drop best describes your emotions when the podcast isn't posted in time? 59% said, I'm not happy about that. 41% said, I'm fed up. Two good, two good choices there. Couldn't go wrong with either one. Understandable. Very understandable. A uh, couple other polls here. Did you realize it's actually the Yucatan Peninsula, not the Utan Peninsula? 79% said yes. I don't know how we biffed on that. that well, cl- cl- clearly, I can't even be like, I knew it. I knew it, too. If that would have been my you one op- on board with it immediately. That would have been my one opportunity to, like, you or you make the, the gaffe, and I could have I made fun of you. So, clearly, I didn't know. You idiot. You Catan. Signed, Nick Baugh. <laughs> <laughs> Who did it better, Trev Alberts or Paul Rhodes? 58% said Trev. Is the Matt Davison yes drop the best thing Nebraska football has ever given to the show? 70% said yes. Is special teams touchdown related to Brody? <laughs> 78% said yes. Okay, good. People are on board. Yes! Yes! A special teams touchdown! Okay. <laughs> uh, was Trev Alberts too proud of the team? It's a legitimate question. 68% said no. Okay. Uh, finally, we did a take your pick. D- Dave Aranda did win 50% over 41% Lance Leipold. I'm sure now that Kansas lost, it'll be worse for Lance. And we did say take your pick, Aranda or Leipold, 52%. Mickey Joseph, 48%. Ooh. Yeah. See, we're going to include Matt Rule in that poll uh, coming up. Okay. All right. Thanks for uh, Thanks for everything.
Thank you, Matt Davis. Thank you, Matt. Matty D. Yes, we need to give a big thanks to Matty D. All right. Matty D, your, your memory will go on even though you're still alive. Thank you so much for everything you provided to us. Yeah. Tyler McKinney, what do you think about Matt Davis and leaving the booth? I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick Show. Yeah. Here we go. Yes. Did he fumble the snap on a victory formation? I think he did. (laughs) A Huda Media Production.